relax as to what we talked about, huh? Don't even look at the green. Make contact with the ball. There's no goalie out there to block it. Remember, it's all in the hip. Hey, hey. It's all in. Come on. Work with me now. It's all in the hips. Yeah, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. <laughs> Get off of it. Hey, just easing the tension, baby. Just easing the tension. Well, ease it on someone else. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm Efren Grasshopper and as ever, I'm joined with my talented t- co-host, Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. So hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm good, thank you, mate. Um, sun's out on the fifth season of FM21. Um, bit it's wor- too hot. bit worried, yeah. It's, it's going to get hot, but also school holidays are coming, so... Um, yeah, oh look, I can see Stacey. Sorry, we're doing, we're doing just for listeners, we're doing video, and Stacey just appeared, and obviously that, that's a better s- subject to discuss. Um, so Dan, obviously, how are you anyway? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, it's, um, just um, looking forward to getting um, recording again. Um, we've got a special guest tonight, who I um, uh, the company have spent yesterday with. Well, before so you, before you do that, before, I've got to interject here, because obviously... We had this pod kind of lined up last year, and I, as as you're the director of podcasting duties, you go out and get guests normally. And there was one person I wanted to get because he had this amazing story to tell about a striker that scored, you know, 1,500 goals. It was an amazing story. It's a new gen, mm-hmm. um, and we couldn't afford him. Obviously, that was Ant Mac. Um, we couldn't, yeah, we couldn't get him. Couldn't get his release fee. He's too big for us. Yes. Um, so this year we've kind of revived it, but we've probably got a lesser known person. Not being harsh, just being honest. <laughs> um, the new gen isn't quite so good hasn't scored as many goals um, but did you want to introduce him Dan? It is an artist formerly known as Ed Wilson of the Deep Lion podcast I, I only just played that you can't, you can't steal that already but, hi, <laughs> but, but hello hi everyone welcome Ed, welcome to Grass and Gear that's, that was quite quite an introduction, Tony. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, <laughs> just for listeners who probably don't remember what you did in the FM circles, would you like to introduce, no, re- or reintroduce the <laughs> what made you famous or what made you a thing in some <laughs> for some time? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I was was that what the OG of podcasting? <laughs> yeah. that's what that's that's what George used to tell me. Yeah, yeah I used to used to do the the most successful FM podcast in the world. Yeah. Um, until, it all, then, until the whole genre went to shit until it went to shit and got sold off to a Spanish company somewhere somehow <laughs> for a lot of money but I didn't see any of it and uh, ever since then I've been plotting my path back to uh, out of obscurity and I'm just, you know this is probably the next big step for me yeah but no seriously welcome um, Thanks. I'm a bit worried that listeners might now have seen the guest and probably have switched off. Um, but <laughs> the topic discussion today is kind of strikers. So Ed has got this good story of his, his new gen striker um, called Alfredo. Um, and the topic discussion is going to be his striker, his story. Um, and then perhaps it will just go on to Dan and I interrogating Ed, Ed for a f- amount of time and then talking about our own strikers and the attacking outlets of our teams, I guess. Um, Great. But before all that, Obviously, the most important part is drink opening. Um, so hopefully you've all come prepared with a drink. It's been a while. Um, I've got... I don't know how I've stumbled upon this, but I've got this beer called Jackhammer. I'll show you Dan because we've got video. Um, and it's actually 7%. So I'm going to be flying. I've never had this before. But what I did find since since COVID's happened, all these flavoured beers have gone onto the into the shops now. Like, you can get cake flavoured beer it's all, it's all gone ten red, Ted Redwood really like in terms of beers now <laughs> um, so I kind of got that thinking it was, looked like a parallel but it's going to be quite fiery 7% it sure is have you had it? I haven't no I have not oh, great conversation I've, I've got an, <laughs> I've got an Atom a Higgs Atom English IPA 6% okay so yeah uh, no idea it's, it's just, I got bought you know like a case of craft beer like about five years ago and this is you know i've only just about got through this one because you know i don't don't drink too much do i no mm-hmm. five years that's quite incredible you might want to check the date it's not <laughs> it's not I, got I up was, and walked out I, I was exaggerating a little bit uh, okay uh, Dan, I'm, I'm, what, yeah what, what, what are you drinking i got a substitute because um we were meant to be recording uh, last night and i am um, at a new site called inches but I Pardon? drank Sorry. inches, a couple of inches. You wouldn't know anything about that. 
<laughs> well, not on a metric anyway, so no. <laughs> but yeah, um, you'd already when, you'd put, uh, used those inches up when we met yesterday, hadn't you, Dan? Yeah, that's what we had. <laughs> it's not that kind of pork. No, um, <laughs> it was cancelled last night, so I drank that last night, so I've had to substitute in Old Mount Cider, which is <laughs> pineapple and raspberry. Ah, uh, so you've gone, for, you've gone Ted Redwood, kind of. <laughs> I, I, it was in the back of the fridge. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> okay, guys, well, um, if you can make it audible, let's spark up and um, toast, I guess, Freedom Day that's coming up and all the restrictions <laughs> lifting, maybe. <laughs> okay, to Freedom Day. To Freedom, to, mm-hmm. to Grass and Gear Freedom. Cheers. Whoa, yeah, okay. Oh shit, spill it. Okay. I'm not used to pouring from a can. <laughs> so, right, ready for episode 55? As I'll ever be. Excellent. Well, I've got to introduce um, Alfredo, what, I suppose what makes him special. So um, you've sent over the bio, Ed, uh, from FM. I'm not going to read it all out, to be fair, because a lot of it is boring, to be honest. They, they could improve <laughs> the bios the way they're written in FM. They really. could, yeah. They could. Um, so I'm just going to paraphrase it, really. So apparently he's a, he's a Real Batiste legend, Alfredo. Um, he is. He's truly one of world's global superstars. He scored his first goal um, for Le- Leganesh. Is that how you pronounce it? We'll go with that. Yep. Um, yeah, and that was against Valencia. Do we need to know that? I don't know. Um, he made his Spain debut against Iran in March 2034. Oh, um, depressing. He's gone on to make 10 appearances and scored four goals. Hang on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> why, are we, why are we talking about a striker that's, got, that's played 10, 10 games for Spain and he scored four goals? We'll have to come, we'll have to come on to that side of things. That, okay. that, that part of the bio should really be at the end. That really should. It should be the first thing you read. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was lethal last season for Badis and he scored 72 goals in 59 appearances which is quite impressive um, seeing as I'm trying to get a striker to score 50 and struggling um, <laughs> any more information about Alfredo okay so I suppose Ed will talk a bit more but obviously he joined um, Bodo Glimp um, which is a Norwegian club that has probably been made semi-famous by Ed um, and his exploits Right. Ed paid fifty-four million pounds <laughs> for a Norwegian side. Four million? How do you um, get fifty-four million? There's been way? some editing here, isn't there? Come on, let's oh, face wow. it. Start up his back. Hey, let's hey, hey! No, let's. So I wasn't manager of Bodo when he was signed by them. Ah, I, okay. I, wow. I had left three seasons. Mm. I had left, yeah, two and a half seasons after that transfer. But okay. obviously, I'd left. I'd left them with the best part of. So you I didn't even spot his talent to bring him to Norway. 700 million quid. <laughs> I, I did, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, Alfredo has built up a phenomenal record of 18 competition wins. Um, obviously, he's won La Liga a few times. He's won a Nations League with Spain. Do we even count that as a trophy? I don't know. Um, obviously, he's won the Norwegian League. He's won the World Cup with Spain. I don't know how he's won so much with Spain because he's hardly been there. Um, and he's won a Champions League consecutively. I don't know if that's with Ed or not. We'll find out in a minute. Um, super cups all over the place um, and he's been recognised as well with honours so I guess Ed you might want to fill in some of the blanks that I, did, I skirted over you then I would probably oh, start well, maybe with his career path <laughs> alright yeah so coming through the Laganege if that's how we're pronouncing it um, <laughs> I do apologise any Spanish listeners coming through their academy um and he was there for five seasons or so, playing 94 games, scoring 47 times. And I think that by the time he was that, he was 19 and he left for Burda Glimpse. So at that time, I was managing. Um, I had just joined Betis as their manager. And I saw this Alfredo chap at Leganes. And at the time, I had absolutely no money. When I joined Betis, they had survived the drop on goal difference on the last game of the season. So I was desperate to sign him, but um, he had it. That's it. He had a release clause for fifty-four million, and <laughs> it, it was so mad when I saw that Berda Glimt had triggered it. Um, so just on that, did you did you join Batiste because he was that was he part of the decision why you left Bodo for Batiste because there was a nice Nugent striker there? No, not at all. Not at all. So I'd I'd left um, Berda Glimt and I'd actually gone to Belgium for a couple of years to get. Um, and it was only when I joined Batista I thought, oh, I want to sign some Spanish players that I found him. 
but um, I didn't have the money to trigger the release clause. I literally was doing all I can to make that money. But right. before before I could do it, my old club went and bought it with all the cash that I'd brought them over the years, um, which was, I just found mad, 54 million. I never spent, I think, more than 15 million on a player at, at Glimt, and that was only when I eased the restrictions on myself. So that was pretty crazy. And I was, I've, I found him pretty cool in a way. He absolutely, uh, when he was at Berner Glimt, I think his um, average rating was like 8.25. <laughs> across um i think 40 odd appearances but yeah he scored in the league at least 33 goals in 35 games in the league for glib but uh, crazy yeah so crazily i was just monitoring him and when second season of betty's i actually managed to have some money i only needed to spend 30 quid to bring him back to spain so they spent 54 on him and sold him for 30 which is ai management for you um and then yes he's been at me since 2030 and it is now the start of the 2037-38 season. So this is his eighth season, I think. Or seventh, I think seventh full season it will be. So did he join you about 2021? Was that right? When joined. Uh, correct. It looks. Yeah, he joined. I'm pretty sure he joined me in the January of 2031. Um, How old would he be? For 35 million, sorry. So he is now 27. Nearly 28, but obviously he's not. Tw- he's not quite 28 yet. And he's still 27 until he's 28, because that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, just, um, I'm looking at his profile now. Obviously, elite striker is his media description. Yes, um, he is. He is he's very a realist. Elite. Yeah. You know, how, how do you find managing a realist? Is, is that right? Well, he believes in facts, Tony. Yeah. Um, which, which is quite good. So he, he knows that he's he's amazing, and maybe that that arrogance helps because he's won. Um, yeah, back-to-back Champions League with me. I'll have you know, last two seasons, <laughs> which is, which is great. And yeah, I mean, his personal accolades are: you're in Champions Champions Cup. Oh, I hate that Champions League Golden Boot on four occasions. Uh, you know, forward of the season in the Champions League five occasions. Best player in Europe four occasions. European Golden Shoes six occasions. FIFA Best Men's Ballon d'Or and FIFA Pro Player of the Year five seasons in a row. He is just looking at him like complete. The, end, the criticism, obviously, one-footedness, but that doesn't seem to stop Nugent's in FM. To be honest, I think some of the, the best ones are, are just one-footed. But his composure, twenty, like decisions, uh, eighteen. Yeah. He's, just, he's mentally a beast. Um, there's no stopping, I, is there? Really? There is. I don't think I've ever had a striker on on foot manager who. It's, when you're watching the games, it's just it's literally just so much fun to watch. And every time he's thrown goal, he pretty much scores, or you expect him to score. And it's just it's been a joy. Do you think he's scoring because of his stats and the player he is, or do you think your tactics are giving him the opportunity to score, or do you think he's doing that in despite of your tactics? I I'd probably say it's got to be a combination of of both. Obviously, his his attributes are. A phenom, um, almost perfect for an advanced forward um, that I, role that I use him. But my my tactics, I would I never set up to get to to make him the the main man if you like. So mm. um, my system is, um, and it, I suppose it has been since I joined Betis. I think because um, I've been playing wide systems throughout. I wanted to go narrow, so I do the the narrow four one two one two, um, and. Yeah, and he is the, the advanced forward, and I. Oh, so he's in, the, he's in a front two, Ed. You said he's in a front two, correct? Alongside a, a, a Colombian new gen at the moment called Stephen Rondon, who he is e- <laughs> who's equally as phenomenal. Um, five years younger, he, and actually, you know, did he score as many? No, no. So he's in a deep line forward support role. Um, so obviously his his. Uh, main job is to essentially provide for Alfredo as well as you know getting on the score sheet as well but he's also a realist you know two realists up front um, maybe that helps it's just you know, so real up front isn't it like, just like minded individuals yeah <laughs> um, it's interesting actually I wonder if that that like mindedness actually plays a role I don't, you know there's ever all this stuff under the hood isn't there that personality whether or not two yeah. personalities can get on um, I was surprised actually because I thought I thought you quite like a lone forward, and I know sometimes you've used like inverted wingers cutting in when you do yeah. play wide players. Um, 
I know Dan and I have floated between the front two this year. Like obviously at the moment I'm in a in a front two with pressing forward and advance forward. I did notice that Dan obviously saw that and jumped on it on Pistol Crystal Palace <laughs> on his save when he did with it, Alice. And that combo when they're both on attack, even yeah. one of them scores as many goals really. I couldn't I yeah, like my front definitely. two I can't say there's one man that is the one that gets the goals. No. They kind of just share it. Yeah. Um but yeah, you've got that deep line forward moving the other way I guess and then slotting the balls linking up and he does I think yeah I've, true I, I haven't re- I'm trying to think of when I last used two up front I definitely haven't done it for quite a few versions of football manager at least not successfully or a long reason length of time but um, yeah I do a lot of the times yeah the deep line forward who I always try and make sure is is an incredible passer of the ball with high vision um, as well and yeah there's so many times when we're, we're kind of we've broken down an attack or we've we've turned the ball over quickly and it kind of makes its way to the deep line forward and Alfredo's just gone and all it needs is a ball over the top there's probably an aspect of this football manager where that might be a little overpowered in terms of um, balls over the top to a PC on running striker I don't know again if that's just a more of an indictment on Alfredo himself, because um, yeah, to, to just looking at him, I think it's that combination. Like you mentioned, the acceleration pace, but then you've got the shooting seventeen pl- off the ball yeah. seventeen, and that trait of likes to be the offside trap. He's probably just and getting. He's just probably a master at it. He, that's. I honestly think that that trait is is one of the main. Re- I reckon without that trait, so say last season he scored seventy two, which was incredible. I think without that trait, you'd probably knock 15, 20 goals off that. Because every time you watch... And he does get caught offside a fair number of times. But like every time you watch him, he's literally on the last man con- you know, constantly. But like you say, I think with his um, with his off-the-ball being 17 and just everything... Well, all of his key stats being pretty much 17 and above. Um, yeah, just... But I do think the lights to try to beat the offside trap makes a massive difference because it it's not, wasn't something I really considered before um, but I think when you kind of watch him back he's literally level with the last man 90% yeah. of the time I don't know about you actually when I see traits now on a striker I, I probably build the attack around the trait as, as, as more than the actual mm. attributes nowadays to be honest because mm-hmm. they're hard to unlearn sometimes and they're hard to learn I think they're harder to learn nowadays than ever as well yeah. so yeah. I just kind of leave them as they are and build around it <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm similar, very similar. Um, See, um sorry, yeah. sorry um, what's what's his average goals a season then for you, Ed? Oh, average goal. Well, yeah. So I think it's the last five seasons now he's scored over fifty goals. So he's probably averaging around fifty-five to sixty goals a that season at the moment. Pretty mad in the top league, isn't it? European league. Like I know Ant Mac. I think he was getting close sometimes to mental numbers wasn't he like 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s but then yeah. I suppose in the Brazilian state leagues he, state um, leagues he had you kind of play cannon fodder don't you so you can probably stat pad a yeah. little bit yeah yeah. So is you, is you, I think he was on penalties as well what about you Ed is yours on penalties uh, so for I reckon only the last two seasons so I think the first definitely the first three he wasn't because I I think he it's penalty taking thirty. Yeah, it's penalty taking thirteen. Yeah. I had I had a penalty taker of whose penalty taking was twenty, so I, so it was always going to be that that fella. Yeah. Um, but I did think, was it last? I think it was the start of. So two seasons back, I thought, oh, I'll see how many goals I can get Alfredo scoring if he is obviously on penalties as well. Um, so I don't know how many he scored last season, um, but yeah, so it hasn't he hasn't. Um, I think for the 72 goals, obviously, you'd, I'd imagine maybe 10 of those are penalties. Um, but yeah, he's. But when he was at getting 50 plus goals to begin with, none of those are penalties, which kind of made it a little bit sweeter. Mm. I think, you, it's, yeah. You said he's 27. Are you tempted to play like another 10 seasons and see if you can make a thousand mark? I don't. I can't see him making a thousand. I mean, natural fitness is 12. Yeah, I was just going to say that 12. That doesn't say so very well. He gets older. No. He, I, I think he probably 50 a season he might do until he's 32 maybe um, and then I think things will start to uh, deteriorate but no, but base, 
Well, I'd say on. I'm in I'm mid thirties and I just PB'd in my in my running today. So that's, there's that's, hope. <laughs> your your natural fitness must be higher though, Tony. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But uh, I, but he is pretty much the reason why I'm not going to leave Betty's because yeah. I have to I kind of have to see his career through. I mean, I, it's kind of coincided with a massive lull in, of FM for me just with newborn. I haven't played properly in about a month, I reckon. So which is a bit of a shame because I'm pretty keen just to, to span yeah, through the seats, span through some more seasons. It's almost become the Alfredo save. But what, what's really funny, just for listeners, we'll see you had a really good Stoke save, wasn't it, with a striker called Alfredo? Yeah, it was. Um, it's just incredible. It's a coincidence that you've got two strikers. Yeah, that's it, and that was 2016, I think. Yeah, and and he was equally as awesome, I think, at the time. Mm. So um, uh, uh, yeah. We need to talk as well, as well about probably the best goal that I've seen in the match engine was scored by Alfredo. I don't know if Dan remembers this. This was kind of a... Well, I suppose let it, let, let it describe it. He, he can probably say it better than I can with his I think, voice. <laughs> I think I pretty much... It was the most orgasmic goal. Yeah. I, I, I felt I still, horny. I felt horny. I still, I still dream about it, you know. I still... I still think about it, and it was. Um, I, put, I remember putting it on on Twitter, and uh, I was just like, "Dear, like, dear everyone on Twitter, you're just never ever gonna see a better goal." It was. Yeah, I saw you. You saw the the you added the FM account, and I think they ignored you. They they did the absolute wrong. Can I swear on this? Um, I don't think we're that kind of bothered. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm fine. Absolute. <laughs> twerps but um yeah it was, it was a typical ball so it was a i think it was against um psg in the champions league and my deep line forward steven rondon coming deep to get the ball picks it up fires a ball over the top alfredo latches onto it takes three or four touches into yeah he had, the he box. had a lot to do isn't it? it's not just kind he of the, that's it he had a lot to do commits the keeper and then about 12 yards out he hits a yeah. Rabona, Rabona chip shot over the keeper into the far corner. Many Rabonas were spent just, that night. That's true indeed. It's just, I remember when I watched it the first time, I was just like, no, no, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. And I was he didn't, like, oh, my. Yeah, what gets like, me is that he didn't need to Rabona it, like, but he did. He, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the ultimate amount of flair. It was It was just absolutely glorious. And then I, that's it. I did kind of look. His flair is 18. I was like, oh, that's insane. And I. I haven't kind of mentioned it before because it didn't go in, but he had um, had like a short throw in that got crossed in, and Alfredo had, it, and it was the first overhead kick I've ever seen on the match engine, <laughs> and it went probably went about five yards over, but it was. But I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, if that had gone yeah, in, I don't think I've seen in. an overhead kick of you, Dan, this year. But... No, not this um, year. I wonder if the the Rabona was because of. I know, like I say, you didn't have to do it, but maybe because he's so one footed. <laughs> I feel like it's when Harry, when Harry Kill used to cross it because he was, I, don't, I don't think he had a he was pretty one yeah. foot wasn't he I don't know just maybe he just had no choice and he thought okay here we go <laughs> could very well be the case but ah oh, yeah just oh, it was it's just gone, so good it's gone like that that you think sometimes the actual visual of the match engine would be nice if you could like click on something on the replay to make it look more like a live game and you can actually see it a bit more like that for the special ones you know what I mean yeah, yeah so def- you definitely. Oh, that's a good idea, Dan. Get that on the forums, like a special special goal yeah, view. Yeah. Re- replay camera where you can maybe like move the camera and get behind it and yeah. see like it in almost almost like real cam like live action camera. And also not not lose any of the quality because the minute you try zooming in on this engine, you just it's pixelation yeah. galore, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If there's any, if like, yeah, I just think if you did that. So many kids would be born Alfredo, wouldn't they? If if if, <laughs> if, if people saw that in, in high resolution, <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be out there doing all the Alfredo um, Rabona. That's it, exactly. <laughs> all the kids doing it. Um, I guess we should move on quickly to the national squad snub <laughs> because that that ten ten appearances and four goals. That's for a player that's getting seventy goals in the Liga. What is the Spanish coach doing? And are you going to correct that and become the Spanish manager maybe one day? I, I had the opportunity to do that, but I'm so anti international football on FM that I couldn't even bring myself to do it. But um, yeah, it's, 
So it's it's a number of things, I guess. The um the new gens that have come through in Spain have been, quite frankly, ridiculous. I mean, when I joined Betis, our uh, city rivals Sevilla were the best team in Spain, and that, simply because their academy had produced some absolute worldies. And you'd look at the Spanish squad in twenty thirty two or whatever it was, and they don't. I don't think there was one player valued under sixty million quid across the whole first team squad. Wow. And sent and essentially, there was this guy called John Goney, who's been at Man City most of his career, um, came through the Sociedad Academy, was signed for like 180 grand from Man City, and went on to score like, I don't know, what's it, 300 career goals in 500 games? And essentially, because Spain only ever played one up top, and this guy was never injured, he went on to win 153 caps and 100 goals for Spain. And essentially... Alfredo was just constantly on the bench behind this guy and you look at them kind of you compare them attribute wise and there's not a lot between them mm. I mean my guy is obviously better um, by by one <laughs> or two but um, his media description is now a legendary striker he's 32 this John Goney so it's just it was like a golden age it was, yeah. you know I'd use like the tennis analogy you know with, with, with Federer Nadal and Djokovic you know there's lots of good players who've played around them who haven't won anywhere near as many trophies as they could have done without those three. It's a bit like it is with Alfredo. If, if this John Goni wasn't around, and fucking if Roberto Martinez wasn't the manager for so long, I reckon he'd have, had, he'd have had more catch. But he literally wasn't picked for the Spanish squad at all until the 2034 World Cup. So he hadn't played for Spain at all until he was, what, 24? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if it's been a real-life example like this. I'm trying to think, but... Yeah, just like the it's almost like when Benzema just completely snubbed from the French squad for absolutely yeah, his reasons were a bit different, probably slightly um, different. Yeah, Alfredo <laughs> was into that kind of holding people to ransom with pornography. That's that's true. That's true. But uh, <laughs> it, I I did find it a bit incredulous. Um, don't know what goes on in Alfredo's personal life, of course. Um, Would you want the option NFM to talk to the national manager and say select my player? Well, you, you do get you the, like the you do get the news item, don't you? Oh, so and so is deserving of a call up. What do you think? And were you spamming that for literally like a, a five years I, in a row? Honest, honestly, I think that that post came, that that question came up in a press conference like every month, and I was like, yes, of course he is. And Martinez like, oh, I'll take a look at him, and he never friggin' did, did he? <laughs> but then they went on they went on to win the World Cup, and he played, I think, thirty two minutes of that. It's like subs appearances <laughs> it's just galling and then Martinez left and Guardiola's now um, in charge and I, right. I did turn turn down the role and, Guard- and Guardiola's doing exactly the same he's uh, barely picking him you know he's like, he's, he's he's substitute 10 on the bench it's, 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 I just see it's been unlucky I think there's a couple of guys who are three or four years older than him and once they retire Alfredo might pick up a bunch of caps into his, you know, when he's 30, 31. Yeah. But, you know, I look at the Spanish squad now and, you know, his Alfredo's value is 73 million. The next one up, 62, 68, 80, 88, <laughs> 74, 71, 82. Lovely. And, and they played um, Ansu Fati. He played up front a bunch of times for Spain as well. And he's had a, 191 caps, Ansu Fati, at the age of 34 just um that's that's mad isn't it and he's still in the spanish squad so he might even break 200 which i've never seen nine nine more caps yeah 90 goals and 191 caps for that uh little 17 year old phenomenal (laughs) on the other hand he probably benefited you that he's not coming back with injuries honestly yeah it definitely did i did look at it on the bright side and say we know he's always fresh after an international break and so against teams that might have been flagging with a bunch of their players off playing international football he never was he was always yeah. fully fully fresh and is there an option in it. FM to, to tell the player to actually retire from national football as well because I don't know if maybe I'm a bit a bit of a bitch I think I, probably... I, have, I think I have seen that before yeah. but I think there's got to be certain circumstances like age and that but I think I have seen yeah. him or a chance yeah. to say oh or I'm sure he asked a player once and he said oh um, no I love representing my country so I thought, oh fuck you then yeah, because if I was it, I'd put my arm around Efrodo and just say, you know, they're snubbing you. Mm, don't, yeah. don't bother. Have a rest for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he scored 22 under-21 goals in 15 caps, you know. 
He kind of proved himself. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really weird. But yeah, it's made, it's made it interesting narrative, isn't it? It has. Do you have any transfer offer for Ahmed? I think I can't remember any since he joined. I don't even remember him. No, no, there was a time back end of last year where he was wanted by, I think, Man United, and uh, but no, no bids ever came in, and he's never he's never wanted away. I mean, his contract expires in three three summers time so I'll be give I'll probably be offering him a new deal in, around Christmas you know a little uh, Christmas present for him a little boost yeah. little boost but my, my assistant manager you know recommended that uh, I change his player status from a star player to an important player to reflect his value to the club and uh, I probably should have shot him in the face or something you know yeah, yeah I was going to say yeah. <laughs> I was just like that's the most, like literally the most ridiculous bit of advice you will ever read yeah <laughs> Okay, I, I guess this kind of moves on to what we're calling the grass and gear interrogation, but I guess we've kind of covered some elements of this. Um, but there was a question from Dan first, or wasn't there? I don't know, Dan, if you want, do you want to tackle that question? Did you want me to remind uh, you what it was? Um, <laughs> I just get, um, <laughs> Here we go, Dan, Dan's all prepared. Put out the first one, yeah? Yeah. Um, would he have done better without you managing him, do you think, Ed? Like when you said he was at other clubs, was his record better than it is with you, or similar? You missed out what you sent me, Dan, in your brackets as well, what you put in the brackets there. Oh, I said likely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, of, of course, his, a lot of his success is down to me. And you, all you need to do is look at, you know, when he wins the Ballon d'Or, the, the next email I have in my inbox is that he's dedicated the award to his manager, Ed, Edvard Wilson. Because I'm, I'm still Norwegian, by the way. Okay. So, um, yeah, he, he dedicates every award to me. And um, I think I kind of I kind of fell into it with the with this system. Um, the tactic definitely gets the best out of him, and so I'm just I'm loath to ever change it now. Even if uh, this is a nice segue into the next question from me, Ed, about you not changing the system, etc. Obviously, yeah. we we mentioned previously that Alfredo's got a natural fitness of twelve. We are going to see those accelerations, pace, agility. They're all going to decline quite rapidly. I reckon, like thirty-two onwards. Mm. Would yeah. would you be tempted to change his player role? So, for instance, change the way he plays because he's. I know you've said advance forward, but he might not always be able to do that role as effectively. You could might possibly get similar output or as much as you can out of that left by playing him a deeper role or role that maybe doesn't always move channels and run. Yeah, just kind of stays a bit more central. I did have so like long term strategy. Because I've got this young Colombian Stephen Rondon next to him, who I should probably share with you. But that could like, be another podcast, what, maybe what, if, this, what, if this podcast what, comes as a hit. Well, you never know. That's it. He, so his attributes are incredibly similar to Alfredo. Slight, slightly worse. Like composure, fifteen. Decisions, fifteen. But like dribbling, seventeen. Finishing, sixteen. First touch, eighteen. Passing, fifteen. Off the ball, eighteen. Physically great. Natural fitness, seventeen. So he's twenty-two. So I kind of thought in five years' time when Alfredo's 32 and Rondon's 27, they might just swap and Alfredo goes to a more deeper role. That's it. Rondon has yeah. a run at uh, being the main man because the very rare occurrences that Alfredo's been injured, um, which thankfully hasn't been too much, Rondon's filled in in that uh, advanced forward role because he's he's either-footed. It's It's been quite nice to watch something quite different. He can finish off both feet very competently so that's, been, that's, that's definitely a potential option in the uh, in the future I think but tactically I think the 4-1-2-1-2 is here to stay that's for sure mm. ok um, I think we've covered a few of the next questions let me down obviously are you happy with yeah. that one about the team being built around Alfredo seems like it is um, Ed is trying to boost his numbers now actively there's no, there's no he's not trying to deny that anymore there's no shame he's, he's putting on <laughs> pens no shame um, Free kicks? Is he is he a, is he a free kicker? He's uh, he's fourteen. Is he a free kicker? What does he take? Does he take? Is, is he on set pieces? Is, is he, he a, a free set, kicker? Oh, is he a free kicker? He's um. Yeah. <laughs> no, so he's taken a few when my main um set piece taker hasn't been on. But no, he's it's fourteen, I think, for set pieces. I've got I've got one guy on who's like twenty. That I got another who's nineteen. I think so. No, he's. As much as I might stat pad for the penalties, um, 
I mean, I'm bloody hell, Alfredo misses as many pen- as many penalties as he scores. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he is not the he is not the best penalty taker at all. The amount of times I've gone, why do I have him on there? Why? But um, but then he'll score the next one. I'm like, oh, of course, that's why. Now it's like goal number fifty-five, whatever. <laughs> I know there like, is that thing. I don't know if it was implemented in a few years ago, but that or it might be in there for many years. But you know where they go on a bad run of penalties, and sometimes you need to you need to sever the the wound and yeah. take them off penalties for a bit. Yeah. Because I think the one they're on that run is a rut. Oh yeah, uh, and 100%. I have experienced that, but I don't know if a lot of it is placebo. I don't know about you, what you feel, Ed and Dan, but sometimes when it, when you see a penalty uh, be missed, I, I'm tempted to take that player off. I'm the same. This this um, year hadn't been so bad, though, was it? No, I think it was pretty last year or the year before. It was quite yeah. noticeable. I think this year it's not been so bad. But you you miss and you go down to like you'd be on an eight point nine and you go down to like a six and then that yeah. was it. But I think this year it's not dropping as much. If if at all, to be honest, I've definitely noticed a few where like the rating drops by like point one, and I think because a lot of time like Alfredo would have already scored twice, and it's like a missed penalty when you're like four nil up in a game. Is it really gonna? It shouldn't affect your rating at all, really, should it? And I, I think it's been good that it's definitely been updated for the better in this version of FM. Mm. I think some it depends on in real life. It depends on the player, doesn't it? Like you had yeah. Martin Palermo for. <laughs> was he missed three yes. penalties didn't he so that four, takes a lot of um, guts to go up every time to take a penalty yeah. whereas someone would just probably evaporate some strikers yeah. very true um, I suppose the next question is is, a, is, a, is some tips for Dan really because Dan you're you're quite struggling aren't you? you you seem to get 27 goals 27 goals is my record this and year. I laugh at that because I'm, I'm, my strikers are getting about 44 each so between them, they're getting you know an 80, 90 goal. Yeah. Um, I look at twenty-seven. That's pretty poor. What is it? So you said yours are getting forty-four between two of them. Yeah. Oh no, this is twenty-seven. This one, and then the <laughs> other one's getting like nineteen. Okay. Twenty-seven being my top one. I was asking for tips to get the twenty-seven guy up to fifty. Okay. <laughs> are you asking me for tips or Ed? We're <laughs> asking too many for tips. <laughs> what? Uh, Ed, what can ten? you give any tips for Dan? I'm guessing you're playing. Find play a new gem. <laughs> yeah, find find an Alfredo. Um, <laughs> are you are you playing with one up top? Yeah. Well, I got a screenshot from one of Dan's blogs. So Dan, you probably got a few hits this afternoon when I looked into your blog to remind myself what you're playing. And back a few years ago, you used to play one up front with a with a pressing forward on attack. And then a, a you know a, a, a free behind like an inverted winger, inside forward and advanced playmaker centrally. Has that changed now? You just, you just mentioned two up front. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I um, I've gone two up front. Um, uh, after my success with Crystal Palace. Oh, okay. The pr- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, after my success with Crystal Palace, uh, we're having two up front. It worked better. I transferred it over. Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly think you can't go wrong with two up front this year's edition. No, two up front's definitely working better than one. I find I, I find the header on there's there's a moment if you've got two two on attack like we have, and yeah. there's there's have, if I you win that header <laughs> and you you're confident in one of the players to skin at least one player, you're through. You can't yeah. go wrong. No. Yeah, and I also think um, when you've got two strikers against two centre halves, it, it creates more space. There's a lot of times I noticed with um, when I was one up front, he was getting isolated by himself. Yeah. And I couldn't see, never seemed to be able to get my uh, inverted wingers or inside forwards to get out with him enough. Yeah. So yeah. putting the second man up there actually creates more space. My inside forwards actually scored 18 this season. Um, yeah. My pressing forward about 18, my, mains, my advance forward 27. I think my inside, um, my inverted winger had about 14. So, like, even though I finished sixth last season, I had a plus goal difference of 38, which was better better than everybody else apart from the top of the league. I just obviously lost too many games otherwise. Mm-hmm. And you've got those front two as well on attack duty, and the roles yeah. are moving into the channels, aren't they? In yeah. terms of the role, so they're going in that space. They're always moving, mm. and there's there's a big space to run into. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference. Yeah, I did. De- I definitely find sometimes with the. Um, yeah, the deep line forward on support will drag out. In my in my case, kind of the right side of centre half, and Alfredo will often kind of run in to fill that gap, 
um, quite often. Do you find it comes a bit unstuck sometimes when there's a defensive midfielder there, or do you think? There's a f when I've played against a back three, um, sometimes we've struggled. Defensive midfielders, no, less so. I think um, because I tend to occupy their defensive midfielders with my um, attacker midfielders and Mazala running from deep. I haven't really found... I have it's like the crazy formation sometimes you come up against uh, three defensive midfielders yeah that's disgusting when you see that that is, is disgusting <laughs> yeah um, and, as uh, you talk about Roberto Martinez earlier like I've, I faced <laughs> last year my Uruguayan side faced his Belgian side and I think he played three defensive midfielders it was disgusting uh, disgusting so yeah there's the obvious shithousery formations you'll come up against and uh, yeah not much I kind of I tweak my instructions just to try and be incredibly creative and um, try and pull them, push and pull them apart. But I think um, I just we have to, we tend, I've I've managed to just get such a fantastic squad around him now that you know I don't really worry about who I play. I think this uh, this season just gone last season. Um, I think Alfredo scored in was it. 18 games in a row I think it was which, which was just uh, yeah it's just great I just didn't know how long he'd keep that run going and yeah I think it was 18 in the end I just imagine and, that on the form sheet you know when you go and look at a striker in FM and you go into their form page and you see the ones or the twos all that up. I don't think I've ever seen 18 to be fair that um, that'd be another <laughs> Rabona for, for Tony I'd, I'd have to get a bigger uh, a bigger screen just to just to fit, <laughs> fit in the screenshot yeah <laughs> Um, Dan, did you want to did you want to pose the penultimate question? Um, penultimate question. Because I think this was this was another good one from you. From me? Ooh. I think so. Two seconds. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it was actually. Has the, having Alfredo ever stopped you from signing any other potential players? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. There was there was this one fellow. What was his name? He was playing for Feyenoord for far far too long. And he basically is almost like an identical Alfredo, and um, you, and I think for a good few seasons you could probably buy him for like twenty between twenty and thirty mil, and he was easy worth double that. Somehow he kept staying at Feyenoord, um, and then it was yeah the end of last season his contract expired, and I was like I can't pass on him again for a free, so I did approach the side and offered the deal, but I think he joined Liverpool in the end. And like he's instantly valued at like 78 80 million but like <laughs> but i was just like but if i signed him i don't know what i would have done with him anyway because he yeah. wouldn't have played it, it, it it's because he was like 20 years old or 21 so you think oh yeah he's the next alfredo but i kind of already have that with my young colombian rondon so I, even though i missed out on him i wasn't too first um and yeah there's been definitely been plenty of strikers where i've just gone well i just wouldn't play him i've, I've bought young strikers mostly spanish because I'm always like keen to bring through like the next and he's had quite a few partners in the deep line forward role until I've settled on Rondon um, but yeah I've definitely not bothered signing a whole host of good strikers because I've just always wanted to keep Alfredo yeah that makes sense so you just um, fall in love fall in love with someone don't you you do you become so attached you don't you don't want to break the record <laughs> definitely do um, talking about records though so the final question was around Ant-Mac, just for going back to the start of this conversation, so Ant-Mac's striker was Roberto Treverio, I think he pronounced it, yeah. he's a Brazilian guy um, I think the player, I think the goal count is correct, Dan, Dan supplied it, so oh. it needs to, need to be fact-checked probably, it was 1,514 yeah. career goals which is phenomenal it surpasses uh, Romero or Mario and Pele isn't it? <laughs> um, do you think you can beat 1,514 goals? No <laughs> so what? What is um, Alfredo one at the moment? Is it seven hundred? Did you say? Or is it four hundred? No, it's like four, four hundred and thirty-two. Oh, I like that. So, yeah. He's never gonna. He's never gonna play the amount of games required to even get near that. I think he's twenty-seven. You know, potentially. I reckon he could get. He could get close to eight hundred if he carried on where he's going. Mm. And, and I'd say that would be pretty awesome. And then I don't know. I don't know how many games it took. At max um, player to to score said goals, but I think he averaged about um, a 
less than uh, sorry um better than a goal game. Yeah. So um, it's pretty less, less, pretty yeah. incredible feat, really. I don't. You think need to be in the right league, I'd say. Um, yeah. Not not dismissing his achievement because it's still even to get to that in Brazil is phenomenal. But I think also mm. you need the player that hits the ground running quite early. So yeah. you need them like sixteen, seventeen to start scoring straight away. Really, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I imagine that's what he did as well. I think he was quite young. Yeah. yeah. So you think he's probably played twenty seasons with him? Well, maybe that's a challenge for listeners. If we get listeners, that um, they can either do, <laughs> a, do a save or even a save next year and keep in mind that total one thousand four hundred and fourteen. And can they get it? Um, can maybe they if they the do, target? we get them on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So it's that's the intensive for anyone. Yeah. It's got. They're going to want to win now. <laughs> it's got to be a labour so, of labour of love at that point, isn't it? Because it's just. Just yeah. churning, just churning it out, just to try and get as many as you can. Yeah. It, is very, it is pretty incredible, really. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Well, we have That's actually um, rambled on quite a lot. Obviously, forty-five minutes, I think, roughly. Our pods. Um, yeah. Has it got a natural conclusion now? Did you, did you want us? Did you want to like finish off with any other business? Sorry, I'm going all business now. Um, <laughs> and in terms of Ed, can he plug his any content that he has done? I know, I know, you did start writing FM Twenty One. <laughs> I did loads at the beginning. You were hammering like, out. You were almost as prolific as a Freddo with the blog. Exactly, I was. <laughs> but because um, I was so, I was in the pre-Alfredo days. I sit massively into the uh, yeah. bird a glimpse story, which was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I'm sure I'll uh, I'll be over on Coffee House FM sometime soon. I I do I want to write up Alfredo's kind of uh, it would always it would always be a eulogy when it's the uh, the end it of will, the save. Yeah, but, it will be, won't it? <laughs> but I'm not gonna not gonna do it right now. But uh, no, we, I guess we, we, we're gonna title this podcast Alfredo. This is your life. Um, but yeah. it's not quite this is your life because there's still some part of his story yeah. left to be untold. So um, yeah, if you did that blog, that would be great a great read to be honest. I think you should have a target to try and get to a, a thousand. Oh, that's, I think that's a stretch. It's still I think double in a bit more, here, isn't it? If, if you say he's 27 and you really pushed him and you adapted into your tactic there for him, you could probably get another 10 seasons out of him. This is why Dangir is Dangir. Like, he's <laughs> a target and you can tell. It's, it's, it's a stretch goal, but he's going to get there. <laughs> you could definitely do it. I mean, I, I um, with the speed you play as well, Ed. What's that? With the speed you play as well, well you that's, get that's true. I could. I um, but I have to start playing again. But I've I've used the opportunity of this podcast to uh, to play a game in the background because I haven't you, pressed have continue playing, in so long. You've been playing and not listening. <laughs> I've always I'm a, such a fantastic multitasker. But um, I was playing away at Malaga and Alfredo scored four goals. <laughs> there we go. The magic. Well, yeah, I suppose yeah. that's a change from walking off to Bigger Pizza yeah. in the middle of the pod. <laughs> that's true. I mean, all of the times back then when I used to say, oh, you know, sorry, I just got to go do pizza. Or, you know, got to let the dog out, open another beer, <laughs> sort the kids out. The amount of podcasts I recorded, I had to, like, not be kids there. Just not be, just not be there, yeah. Just be absent. Yeah. Well, it has been also been, it has been great listening to you, Ed, talking to you and bring you back to the airwaves um, I do hope there is someone out there that listens to this and remembers you and, and likes probably it probably not <laughs> if, if you do uh, stay, get in touch yeah um, where can people find you do you want people to find you I should ask that before um, well they can still f- I'm still on Twitter I'm still, I still have the uh, the old Deep Line podcast Twitter handle which is now at Ed's FM broadcast because I did start doing some broadcasts but again they died Bit like everything I do, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're reviving you tonight. They are reviving me. Hopefully, it's not the other way around and I kill you off as well. I don't I think think we've had summer one now, and we still we still put in. So it's true, true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but uh, I, I obviously I wrote on um, the great Andre's website FM Rency, which is now over on. Uh, Coffeehouse FM, so any future posts will no doubt wind their way. He's still got fmrency.net, don't worry, he's still around. Um, oh, so, if, so if you want me to, to steer clear of, you know, mixing with you, with you, then just let me know and I can yeah. uh, steer clear. Well, yeah, well, well, maybe we have that discussion another time, maybe. Okay, off air. Yeah. Off air. Once Alfredo's time is run and I'm writing the blog, the blog, yeah. the, the blog, blog of all blogs. Yeah, it's going to break the internet, I think. Um, Dan, is there anything you want to sign off with? Anything, anything you've in the community? Um, I know you're big on the community stuff lately. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know. Quick post the other day. It was one of my quickest ever. I just wanted to update my save. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't the best, but it was. Um, and I, I go. I set my target to finish the last two seasons. Yeah. So I'm halfway through one of them. So. Yeah. I do. Hopefully, finish those two seasons to wrap up FM21. Yeah. And then, um, for anyone that missed it, my save reveal date has been announced. Oh yes. September. Oh yeah. For Ted Bedford's Looking birthday. forward to that. So um, that, that's coming up. And what did, about yourself, Tony? You don't need any creative writing. Hang on, D- Dan, did you want to uh, mention yesterday? We don't want to mention Probably. yesterday. So <laughs> I'll answer about, cre- <laughs> about creative writing. Yeah, I've got some creative writing in the bank. Um, but it's not quite ready for you guys yet. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm in, my, in my fifth and final season in Colombia. I'm not going to play beyond that. It's still going to take me about... Well, it's still going to take me one, one month, two months to get that mm. done. Are you still having your, your summer hiatus, are you? Yeah, I normally take a month out where I kind of, you know, breathe fresh air. Um, <laughs> Terrible stuff out there. Do do stuff outside. Play golf, maybe. Breathing outside in the moment, mate. <laughs> yeah, t- take a break from FM. It's always good to have a month off, I think, of content creation, especially. <laughs> um, but I'm not on fmgrasshopper.com anymore. So yeah, and, and the URL to plug now is coffeehousefm.com. Is um, that spelled C-O-M? What's that, sorry? Is that spelled C-O-M? Well, I think people say com. Ah, that's fine. Perfect. Um, so yeah, yeah normal, you can, fi- you can find us do. there. You can find me with other people as well, but I won't spoil that. I'll just let that for listeners to surprise them. You go into the front page and you get to to choose a blogger, it, it, which does laughably include Ted Redwood Gaming <laughs> Limited. Um, so yeah, there's there's something for everybody there, and there'll be there'll be some creative affair because we need to wrap up Hugo's story. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, guys, it's, it's been you, a great podcast. Yeah, Jeff, thanks, you, Ed, for coming on. That's all right. Thanks for having me. Um, Tony, maybe like Alfredo might go on a holiday to South America so um, yeah. to visit Hugo. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I maybe. can't promise you won't get kneecapped, but yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and, um, knee, Ed, kneecaps. I'll see you on the golf course. You will. Like yesterday, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it's, it's, I would say now it's the time for the good, awkward goodbye, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, okay. and thanks for listening, okay. everyone. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, guys. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.